Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram sarcastic.aa.book. Websites recoveryradiokmp3.com to get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com or just go to Amazon. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if today's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. Even me, I am. I have no desire to drink today. We have a daily reprieve. It's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. That is it. That's something to talk about, think about, meditate on, dwell on, go back to daily. Because it's very central to my entire life. My entire life relies upon that. So it's a good thing to reiterate, go over again, over again, over again, go over it, over and over and over and over. It's a good thing to remind myself of, talk about, think about. It's not a lot. It's a simple thing, but it's a very simple, important thing. I don't think it can be brought up too often, which is why I bring it up at the beginning of every show. I'm grateful I have no desire to drink today. I know I'm a broken record on here a lot of times, but, you know, I'm going to do it again. It's like, there's just so much confusion about what I'm talking about. It's nuts. Usually, when I'm a third of the way through saying something like that, I'm greeted with somebody, you know, you know how somebody already knows what they're going to say and they're just kind of waiting for you to finish talking? Well, about a third of the time I'm bringing this thought up it's met with that and kind of well I don't want to drink anymore like I'm I'm it's not it's never going to be a problem again is the implication it's never going to be a problem again for me but our big book makes very clear we have a daily reprieve from the insanity of alcohol 
that is based upon how spiritually fit I am or am not. So, anyways, I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut in my new fancy mug that I'm really bugging out on. I'm really enjoying it. It was hard to find a mug. I don't know how much detail I went into about this, but it was hard to find a mug that, you know, now there's like a lot of different <laughs> cups and cylinders and mugs and just so many. And it's kind of like they're designed almost to be where you have to get a bunch of them. Because I found like the perfect one for home, but it wouldn't fit in my car. And I found like a really good one for the car, but it wouldn't, didn't really work at home. And then I finally found one that's kind of a combo of all of it. It's, fits in the car, in the drink holder. Anyways, I know that's why you tuned in. So I'm done for the day. I'm going to start with today's question from one of the listeners of the show. Yeah, and it's a good one. And it's, when did you start to believe that you could stay sober forever? And the first thing that comes to my mind was the experience I had with step five. That is in alignment with what's in the book when it says, Quote, the feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. End quote. What page is that on, you ask? It is on page 75. Second full paragraph. I'll just read that paragraph. We pocket our pride and go to it. This is, you know, we're going to do our fifth step now. Illuminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. Once we have taken this step withholding nothing, we are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. The feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. And when it says, you know, we begin to have an experience. I mean, it's an experience. It wasn't. It's, it's very hard to explain. Yeah, it has to be experienced. I think. Because it just sounds like it's intellectual. If it's not intellectual, what happened to me? I started having an experience. Part of that experience was this sensation, this feeling, this knowing that living without alcohol was not only possible, but it was going to be great. I remember before that, and even at times after that, I, I would have fears about it, doubts about it. And those fears and doubts didn't go away altogether, permanently, at one time. It was like, well, just like what I read, you know. If 
feeling the drink problem has been removed will often come strongly, which is describing an ongoing event and experience over time. But eventually, I had an experience where I was filled with a deep knowing that, again, not only was living without alcohol possible, but it was going to be great, comfortable, fun, fulfilling. It was a big deal for me to discover those things and sense those things and then to ultimately experience those very things more and more. Deeply, deeply comforting, peaceful, satisfying experience that knowing that I eventually had that sobriety was possible and again not only possible but it was going to be great just couldn't conceive of that can't talk enough about how valuable the principles being modeled in this way was to me and is to me can't talk enough about that what is modeled is so significant what helps me tremendously is when people with time apologize, acknowledge wrongs, make amends, make adjustments. It helps me so much to watch that. To see people exercising humility. It affects me deeply, changes things, inspires me. When I first saw somebody living a life of sobriety where they were not afraid of drinking again and they were having fun and they were fulfilled and they were not full of it and their energy checked out, everything about them checked out, what they said lined up with what they did, what you sensed when you were around them lined up with what they said. And what other people said they did is what they did. And to meet people like that, be around people like that, was life-changing for me. can't express that enough, how important having this stuff modeled was and is. So I kind of use that question to you know, get into the things I wanted to share today about you know, sobriety being good, 
great fun thrilling and that's not to say sometimes it's not terrifying disillusioning frustrating horrific I mean it's a lot of stuff but Ultimately, it's beautiful. And, you know, that's the answer that I have to that question. I started to know that I could stay sober forever after I did my fifth step. It became an experience that I had inside. There was a knowing. It's an experience. Very hard to explain. If you've had it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure, some of you are nodding along, saying, yeah, totally, yeah. If you haven't experienced it, maybe that gives you some hope or peace or something. I'll give a shout-out to some people today. I'll give a shout-out to a podcast greater than yourself, Sober Gratitude's podcast. I want to say hello to Chelsea. I'll say hello to Dave. A special shout out today to Christy. Christy is someone who is doing this stuff and getting results. And it is always amazing to see. And, um, Yeah, it's always so inspiring when somebody doesn't give up, but they try. They dig deep. It's rad. If anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything is okay. And I'm out of here. I'm doing an ad today for butter. There's a new thing they're marketing called body butter, where you just put butter all over yourself and look hot. It's a new thing. It's trending. <laughs> Waiter. Yeah. Over there? It says emergency exit. Is this is this an emergency? Okay. I thought so too. Alright. I'm gonna go. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am gonna go try to live a life that was worth saving. I hope you do the same.